everyone, and welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. And on this show, we talk about cool, weird stuff that's happening on the internet. Today, we're going to be talking to two people about kind of the future of Wikipedia now that AI is everywhere. Yikes and a half. Yep. Um, This topic's interesting to me because there's a part of me that doesn't care because <laughs> Wikipedia just completely demolished Encyclopedia Britannica, which we all uh, remember buying the volumes Love Encyclopedia every year. Britannica. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Every year? You bought new volumes every year? No, no. How often did they come out? Uh, they, they probably came out more regularly than you needed to buy them. I think hmm. like 15 years is a normal... Re-up okay, on your encyclopedia. That's what we did. I think we, we re-upped when you were advised to re-up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I have no memory. I have memory of a goldfish. But we did have them. Or a Goldberg. Of a Goldberg. And wow. the, uh, yeah, Wikipedia destroyed them. I, mean, I think it was, was it, was it what, 2012 or something? They stopped publishing them. I don't remember which year. But yeah, it was, that sounds aww. roughly. Yeah. Something but like that. They, it was some public statement. Britannica was like, well... We we're had done. a good run. We're done here. Yeah. So part of me, <laughs> we're done here. Yeah. So part of me doesn't care. My only concern is, will the next thing be factual? <laughs> right. Will it be accurate? That's Interesting. My only so concern. you, you think you're worried that AI is going to decrease the the venerability of Wikipedia. No, well, I think there's a possibility that AI causes the demise of Wikipedia. And that in particular, I have trouble caring about because Wikipedia caused the demise of the previous thing. So in a way that makes sense, right. I'm sorry to all the Wikipedia editors who have tuned in who love editing Wikipedia. <laughs> I think it's been an amazing tool. My thing is that personally, I can't really care too much what happens to Wikipedia, but I care what happens to human knowledge. knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's important yeah, that knowledge is preserved saying. and accurate, but it doesn't matter which website it lives on. Yeah. Okay. Well, frankly, I, I if AI agree. does it for us, as long as it does it accurately. Yeah, and, right. and ethically and, yeah, yeah. And stop ethically. hallucinating. Oh, God. No. I, I, I think it's, here's the thing. I think it's cute when AI hallucinates, but I think that... I think it's cute, it's cute, like when you're talking to a little kid and then they forget really why they were talking, but they just keep going because you're still listening. You know, I think that's cute. And no, I, I think, think it's, it's cute when cool AI, AI does it. Took but, it further. Like but if people- AI is going to make shit up, make it way weirder. Like yeah. I would be reading an article about a war and dragons come up, you know? Yeah. yeah. But the thing is that people aren't listening or reading AI as if it were an adorable kid. They're reading it like it's a professor And I'm like this is dangerous This is not good As opposed to being like that's cute You you put some things together Cute is a good Cute is a good word to describe That's how I feel about it Nobody's using it Chat GPT. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you think Martin scamp. Luther King Had a fluffy Pomeranian That's so cute <laughs> I mean I just think chat GPT attempting to spit out facts cannot be as bad as what we have on social media right now, which is humans making up shit, confirmation bias and um, Dunning-Kruger is in Mm. full effect on social media (laughs) and there's no fact checking by AI, by a human, by anything. And this is why Wikipedia is successful is because like the community agreed, hey, when we put stuff here and make edits, anyone can do it, but you must cite this and it must hold up to peer reviewed scrutiny. That is the reason that and nonprofit status is is why it works. And if if the robots don't do any of that, then we will not have the next version of Wikipedia. We will have fucking chaos, I guess. Ali, will you explain what the Dunning-Kruger effect is for people who might not know? It's when people who actually have studied an issue realize, (laughs) wow, there's so much to learn here. And (laughs) so they have a little bit of imposter syndrome. They second guess themselves and they're like, well, I'm not an expert, but then people who watch one fucking YouTube video are like, I understand this entire conflict. And they're going to put their all of their thoughts out there as fact. Yeah. Yes. And then the people who really know are 
putting less information out because they don't want to because they want to fact check it they want to make sure it's put misinformation correct. yeah they want to make mm-hmm. sure it's right. tight and then meanwhile yeah. all these dum-dums have posted three thousand things that get millions of views because they've gone viral because they're yeah. insane and incorrect we're dunning yes. and kruger both women because it is noted that women do this far more than men which so side, they, they Lindsay? I hope women don't do the dumb dumb no, side no. more than women, men. Women are much more likely to not state what they know to be true because they don't right. want to misspeak. Right. But Dunning-Kruger right, right. is the idea that the more, the less knowledge you have, the more authoritative you think <laughs> you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we're talking to some Wikipedia folks today. Very excited. ChatGPT. There was also a very interesting um, daily episode about some of these issues with Wikipedia and AI and how they may destroy each, how one may destroy the other and or can they work in tandem. Right. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Is, wasn't it called, is AI the end of Wikipedia? Yeah. Or, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Because ChatGPT yep. was trained on Wikipedia. Like Wikipedia's purpose is to have open, free, collaborative knowledge, and that is not copywritten, which means bots and kids writing term papers can crib as much as they want. That's the exactly. purpose of it. And now it now these bots are sophisticated because of of the efforts of these volunteer human editors and what does that mean? And oh, I I don't know. It's very fascinating stuff. And yeah. scary, as we we'll probably get into. Uh, but first. <gasps> now, Yay! we've had a voicemail line for since the beginning of the show. It's always the same number. It's in the show notes. You can always call it. Uh, but the outgoing message has been, uh, you know, from when we started the show, which was Allie and Jen. Um, so we finally got around to updating that because, uh, I, I don't know, maybe callers were calling in and getting confused about what is this up to date or who's talking, whatever. Yeah. So the voicemail line is now officially re reopened, revamped baby and revamped. And, uh, we would like to hear from you. So you can always get the number at the end of the show and in the show notes, but we, we do have a voicemail and here it is. Hi, this is the tiny dragon oh. from the September 11th episode. <gasps> Just wanted to make sure everyone here was hydrated. When was the last time you had some water? <laughs> that goes out to the audience, too. Do you have any dishes or cups or anything that need to go to the kitchen? <laughs> anyway, have a good one. Oh, my God. I love it. I Thank love you, that. Toy Dragon. Uh, I wow. love people using the voicemail, the voice the inbox for whatever they want. Yes. Yeah, just yes. call in, check in, dumb shit, whatever. It's <laughs> Use great. Use us for your I bits. do need to hydrate. I do need yeah. to hydrate. Hydrate yeah. so you don't dihydrate. <gasps> a middle schooler said that to me and I laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Gen Zers are all right. Yeah, they're, they're funny. It. They're funny. I hope so. I am counting on them to save us all. <laughs> we keep doing that. I am counting on them. Pressure's on. Who are our Gen Z listeners? I know we have at least one young man in the Discord who at some point told me I'm the same age as his mother. Um, Oh, (laughs) my God. Oh, oh, oh. I I am so glad I remembered to tell you this. Okay. My daughter is 10. She has a really good friend. They're all in the same grade and class together. And brought him to the park for an activity recently. This was this week. And they were, everything's fucking YouTube shorts. Saw so YouTube short, watched the YouTube short, they saw this YouTube short. And they oh. were talking about a YouTube short where it's like, oh yeah, this guy, he's so awesome. He makes these crazy inventions that are so stupid. And it's just like, it's like an unnecessary inventions guy. And like, I watch all his videos. And I turned to the friend, I'm like, oh yeah, unnecessary inventions. Like, I've interviewed him on our show and we've had him as a guest and he's so cool. What's your favorite invention? And this young lady was floored by the idea that I knew the unnecessary inventions guy. And I suddenly (laughs) was like, I'm the coolest guy. I'm the coolest dad ever to a 10 year old. She was like in awe. And she's like, what can I, can I listen to, can I listen to that? I was like, absolutely Mm. not. You (laughs) you cannot listen to this program. That's so cute though. He's amazing. He's still churning them out and they are just huge. He's huge. It's so creative. It's just so wildly creative. 
That's freaking hilarious. I also I think, it was, think that it's... was pre Lindsay, right? Did you were you yeah, interviewing yeah, yeah. him or okay. I did not interview yeah. unnecessary invent. Should we have him back on? Has he Might made anything since the pandemic? Cover, but, <laughs> yeah. but I mean the fact that I mean because you would think at some point he would max out, but like the ideas just keep coming. It's they they're just phenomenal. Keep rolling. I still have something he gave me, which is a pizza slice fanny pack. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I've seen yeah. that. Right? Yeah, it's for it, you. It, he's so yeah, he's so ubiquitous. It's for your, it's for your pizza. <laughs> but the best part of the interview was like him saying like. Uh, these are jokes and this is i am here to make content and make you laugh but all i get is messages being like are you can that real it? can i buy it and uh he and would he's make like, a no. fortune if he started selling them <laughs> but that was interesting right because he was like but then i'm getting into e-commerce he doesn't want to like totally. churn out a bunch of them right he likes to do no, the prototype it's a different different business yeah yeah, yeah. wow yep very cool and the kids, it was a, a bunch of kids and friends around the table like, I know, I want the taco burrito thing. Uh, you know, I would buy that, you know. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what he said. I would buy that with my said. money, I'm 10. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, I think that you sound especially Muppety today. I think you've, the, all the voices you're putting Thank on you are so... Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh, you guys are so cute right now. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, okay. speaking of cute, I think it's time to thank our Patreon supporters. OMFG, you're not wrong. We are going to thank the people who are so kind as to donate money at the $10 or more level a month, as follows Wesley Cordell, Jerry Duran, Jessica Fox, Kathy Phillips, Matthew Scott, Melissa Elliott, William, Jessica Kybell. Ken M, Kelsey Murray, Bowie Barks, and oh no, we have a brand new person and now I am tasked with how to say this person's name. Lindsay, I think you'll do a better job. Okay, here we go. Our newest subscriber at the $10 or more level, thank you so much to Ryu Monastis. And if we did not say it correctly, please leave us a voicemail with how to say it. If you can leave us a voicemail either way, that'd be awesome. Yeah. We're excited to hear from our newest subscriber at the $10 or more level. If you are listening and you're like, I want to hear Lindsay and Allie struggle to say my name correctly, <laughs> feel free to go to <laughs> patreon.com slash 2G1P and donate at the $10 or more level. If you don't care about us saying your name, donate at any level you want. <laughs> we are so happy and grateful to have all of you listening to us. The moment has come for us to welcome our esteemed guests. First, we have founder and president of Butler Inc., a digital agency which focuses on Wikipedia. Returning to the show, welcome back, Bill Butler. Hello. Thanks for having us. And a Wikipedia strategy manager at Butler Inc., Danny Adler. Hello. Hello, and welcome to both of you. Can you tell us a bit about your work as it relates to Wikipedia? Sure thing. So when I started this company uh, 13 years ago, the original insight was that Wikipedia has many articles about companies and organizations and, and people uh, that have the ability to impact the reputations of those, you know, of those entities. And yet, Wikipedia's mission statement is to be this educational resource. It is not uh, trying to be a place where uh, they are inviting marketers or PR practitioners in to massage the reputations of their clients. And yet, what if Wikipedia gets something wrong about, about those brands? There has to be some uh, mechanism of asking Wikipedia how to can you make changes? How can you do this? Are you supposed to go in and make direct edits? You are not supposed to go in and do that. Wikipedia editors will probably slap your hand and maybe put a warning tag at the top of the page. And so uh, what we did uh, is worked out a protocol for how to start a conversation with Wikipedia editors, present them with arguments for making changes and new material. And you know that is what we do have done ever since. We do it at a really high level, and it's a lot of fun. It's uh, It wasn't necessarily what I thought I would do when I got into my career as a journalist, but uh, <laughs> it's been an exciting last 13 years. 
Are there some major changes that you've influenced that you're proud of? So over the course of the last yeah, 13 years or so, I would say that the discussion around public relations and Wikipedia has changed a lot. I would say, you know, 10 plus years ago, Wikipedia kind of had its head buried in the sand on this topic. They just did not want to acknowledge it because uh, they it's just that's not, not what they're there for. And they didn't have any good solution to it necessarily. Um, so about a decade ago, you know, I put together a, a, a roundtable discussion of Wikipedia editors and of digital PR thought leaders from some of the biggest agencies uh, around the world. And we met in a Washington hotel. We had a conversation about like, where their differences were and where they actually had some things in common. And we, uh, the, the agencies, uh, including, again, some of the biggest in the world, plus my small outfit, uh, we released an open letter to Wikipedia uh, that put a number of agencies on the record saying that we wanted to give good advice, follow the rules. And, you know, I feel like that was one thing. It was just one thing. There were other things that helped to bring some more predictability to this process. But I would say as of today, it is easier to, say, represent your employer or your boss or your client on Wikipedia than it was back before. I wanted to bring it into AI and ask how large language models like ChatGPT and other bots, how are they connected to Wikipedia? What is the relationship there so far? So far, that's a great question. There are so many different ways to answer this. You know, let me start with kind of the first one that I think is kind of fun, and that is just that uh, a lot of people consider ChatGPT to be the Wikipedia of today. As in, if you look back to the beginning of Wikipedia, when it first came on the scene, well, people would turn to it for information, uh, but the, the olds would say, you know, don't use that. You, you can't trust it. You don't know where that information came from. You don't know what is going on in there. And, you know, people used it anyway. Uh, people got entire, you know, college degrees based on cribbing from Wikipedia, a, a, a large oversimplification. But, like, here we are today, and now ChatGBT is this interesting new thing that's come along, and you can ask it questions, and it will... It will give you information, or at least what you think is information. Um, you know, and they both state things with this air of authority uh, that, that makes you think that, oh, well, this really must know what it's talking about, even though <laughs> there's a reasonable chance that they don't. Um, so, yeah, like, they're both disruptors in that like, classic Silicon Valley sense that they don't do, they don't follow the same rules as the the incumbent in the category. You know, like the encyclopedia had lots of editors and fact checking in Wikipedia. You know, just figured the crowd would do it. And ChatGPT does not create information the same way either, all LLMs. But to what extent did ChatGPT use Wikipedia articles to become itself? Yeah, isn't like Wikipedia the trainer for ChatGPT? Isn't it like ChatGPT is basically Wikipedia's child? It, it is. You know, what they say, success has a thousand fathers, and um, Wikipedia is definitely one of them. It is a thousand one of the most mothers. Prominent. Thank you. <laughs> Thousands of mothers. The the genetics of AI actually is very confusing. So I think this is appropriate. You know, when 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 AI developers are you know training the AI models, they feed it uh, as much information as they can. And so Wikipedia has long been used. It's probably one of the first things that was used because the way Wikipedia is written is uh, it's, it's always on topic. It's also often very structured. You know, they're predictable subject headings. The articles are kind of written in the same way. And they are all hyperlinked together. So the, there's like this dense network of information. Well, it's kind of like a neural network itself, which is what they are building. So, yeah, humans kind of wrote uh, something that they did not anticipate was going to become, like, the brain of AI. And, you know, other things are in there, too. Probably every article from New York Times ever written is in there. And if you've heard about how social networks are, you know, upset about having been scraped, Reddit, Reddit is not happy about having been scraped. Elon Musk is trying to keep, you know, the bots out of uh, scraping Twitter slash X. But Wikipedia is, yeah, definitely where most of it came from. Wow. I, I 
um, I don't know. I, I like the, the way that you describe it as, you know, every time something new happens, we're all afraid of it and thinking it's going to be terrible. And usually it's not as bad as we think. And no, I, I disagree at this point. I, I mean, think I want to think as that bad as we think. No, it's not social usually, media but I, was so much worse than we ever thought it would be. Yeah, and I think I AI is going to be like AI. that. <laughs> uh, that's what I think. I think AI is going to be more like that than it is like Wikipedia. Wikipedia is not like people thought Wikipedia was terrible is going to degrade people's brains because they're not going to be able to know how to research. And it just changed the way we research. But I do but, think that it's interesting. We like, didn't think of, we weren't worried about social media. We were yeah. worried about Wikipedia. Yeah, it turned out to be fine. We yeah. were not worried about social media. It, connects it turns everyone. out to it's be great. horrible. And it turns out to be there unintended <laughs> consequences. We talk yeah. about this a lot on the show. Yeah. It's dangerous. The, waste, the business model of social media, not so great. Social media itself yeah, has, has potential. Anyway, yeah. go so, on. Can you outline for us what are your concerns? How is AI starting to be used in the creation of Wikipedia? Yeah, so, uh, you know, AI in some form has been used for a while on Wikipedia, you know, really depending on, like, what is your definition of AI. Um, for a while, you know, there have been bots that are part of Wikipedia. They can go in, fix some formatting issues. Uh, they can also, you know, fix various bits of vandalism if somebody comes on and, and you know, adds crude information about a person or something. So these have been used for a while. Uh, about a year ago when ChatGPT became really accessible, you know, things really started to change and there were quite a few experiments that started to take place where people started to see, you know, what exactly can we use ChatGPT for to replace human editing on Wikipedia? What are the possible, like, future uses of it? So I think the future uses are pretty much unknown. There's a huge wait and see moment right now with AI, I feel like, in particular on Wikipedia. Um, editors aren't exactly sure how others are going to use it. They're also not exactly sure how they're going to kind of police it on Wikipedia. There's some guidance out there on Wikipedia where they're not recommending that editors use ChatGPT to create content, right? Rather, it's supposed to be kind of used. If editors are going to use it, ChatGPT should be like an advisor to your writing. You know, it can it does a pretty good job at helping with like first drafts of something. It can also help capture Wikipedia's dry, dry as toast tone sometimes. You know, if you're writing something and you think, well, how do I make this sound more like a Wikipedia article? ChatGPT can do a really good job at helping you out with that. Huh. One of the craziest things though is that like it just flat out makes things up if it doesn't know it. Uh, you know, yeah. there's been a lot of stories about this lately about just ChatGPT hallucinating. Um, <laughs> and so the human touch is really essential here. And I don't think that that part is going to go away. Like, I think that right now on Wikipedia, like nobody really wants anyone using AI to do very much. Like, as Danny says, there have been these experiments. Um, but, you know, to the hallucination problem, Wikipedia already has a problem with hoaxes. So, like, the last thing you need is an LLM to, you know, create more. Wikipedia also has a problem with plagiarism and the copyright status. Again, nobody knows exactly where the text that, that the LLM is generating comes from. Uh, so you can't be certain uh, that it's not actually reproducing something, you know, in a too close paraphrase way that could, you know, trip a plagiarism, you know, detector. So it's, 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 there's all these reasons why, well, frankly, you just shouldn't be using it. And I think on top of that, I would add, I don't think the model of what our current AI actually is. And you know, it is not like HAL 9000. It is not like Jarvis from Iron Man. It, there's no actual thinking going on back there. It's predictive. It is predictive text. That's really all that it is. And it's pretty amazing what it can do with just predictive text. But that means it's not going to be very good at thinking through, at reasoning, at writing an article based on doing research. Like I reserve the right to be you know, surprise in the future. But right now, I think it's a limited tool. Are people using it nonetheless to write articles? Well, we have done that, actually. Danny, why don't you talk about our experiment doing that just this year? Yeah, so we did an experiment um, in the beginning of the year where we wanted to see kind of 
how ChatGPT would do compared to one of our strategists on our team. And so this was not, we didn't do this for work. Um, you know, we weren't paid for this experiment or anything. But uh, we had uh, one of the strategists create an article about a tabletop role-playing game that a few of us at Butler Inc. like to play called Monster of the Week. And at the same time, we asked ChatGPT to make an article on Monster of the Week. Um, and the reason we had done a new article as opposed to asking for content on like about an existing article is that we didn't want Wikipedia's influence on ChatGPT to create this content. And so uh, it took our strategist, uh, who's fantastic at his job, uh, three hours to research the topic, write it up, uh, write it in Wikipedia's coding, copy edit it, get it in really good shape where it could then go onto Wikipedia. Uh, three hours it took for that. It took ChatGPT 52 seconds to come up with its version. Wow. Which was incredible. Oh, my God. And so at first, like, you see that and you're like, oh, like, good Lord. Like, how, how do we compare to this, right? And when you first look at a Wikipedia article that's been drafted by the AI, like, it looks pretty good. But really, like, once you start to scratch even the slightest part of the surface, like, you can really tell how crappy it can be at this. Uh, one of the things that it does, and you know, we talked about hallucinations, is it just flat out made up references, but did so in a very convincing way. Like it would cite uh, like gaming websites that would write about this about this game. Um, it would kind of use headlines. It would even provide URLs to the reference, and then when you click them. That URL didn't exist. Oh my uh, god! You know. I love the confidence. Like I want wow. the confidence of ChatGPT. You know, so yes. the G in GPT stands for gaslighter. <laughs> Pre- precisely, and that's really what's kind of funny about it. Like, so there are times when you might be reading a Wikipedia article and like a bit of information is missing, and you might think to yourself as a reader, like, well, why didn't they say that? Well, they didn't say that because for whatever reason that bit of information isn't known or there's not sourcing for it. ChatGPT like cannot handle that. It cannot handle a content gap. And so the second like it doesn't necessarily have that information or can't kind of figure it out, it will just blatantly put it in there with a very authoritative voice. <laughs> and yeah, so it, it was just really strange uh, to see that. It, it was a fun experiment and it really just kind of highlighted like how much how important human beings are to editing Wikipedia. It's so funny because I have never thought that I would uh, really kind of identify with chat GPT until now <laughs> because I have been told that sometimes I also very factually state just my thoughts on things <laughs> and people <laughs> will then quote me to someone else and I'll be like, oh, I think that too. And they're like, yeah, you told me that. I thought that was like a fact. And I was like, it's weirdly oh, no. very human. Never it's trust a very human. Yeah. That's the lesson there. But no, like no, no. That, that these bots are, are programmed or algorithmically designed to be human-like of like, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to definitely say some bullshit. Like, that's not what computers are known to do. It's f- that's fucking weird. Yeah, you really. can like tell that it's made by a bunch of mediocre white men because that's it's like right. yeah. exactly I was like, like that. I just learned how to do that. Yeah, from you know. Yeah, but what well, the thing is, AI is going to get better. So, do you think in the near future it will be writing at least drafts better than a human? So, I mean, I, I don't think that. On the other hand... Because it took I'm, the bar... What was the stats? It yeah. took the bar exam. I'm going to say it like I know. It oh, took right. the bar exam and it got uh, 52%. And now, a couple months later, it got 99%. I made up those stats, but it's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... So, uh, you, you raise a really interesting point about the, the the bar exam. And I think that there's something to be said about what uh, chat GPT or what all the LLMs are good at for are good at right now and what they're not good at. Um, so what I they, assume when there's gray area, they make shit up. But if so there's there like go. hard facts, they can do it. Right. Yeah. Like if there's a if there's if there's no correct way to do something, then AI that can can blow your mind. Uh, if this is like filling in gaps in an image, I've seen some incredible things where someone shows like a corner of a picture and then reveals that like the rest of the picture was all AI. Well, that's like wow. That's a that's a huge you know, but, but it doesn't matter what's in that that doesn't matter what it filled in. If it, you think it's neat, then that works. But if there's a correct way to do something, and there are narrow parameters, like I think the bar exam, 
like, say, you know, programming languages, AI can succeed pretty well. Now let's talk about Wikipedia. When there's a correct way to do something, when there are you know steps to be followed, processes and you know rules, but but it's not a narrow thing. But like there's a wide range of open-ended judgments to be made. Like rather than checking against binary options, well, then AI is going to fail. And so like I, I reserve the right to be you know surprised in the future. Um, and we cannot rule out the possibility that AI will have massive impact on Wikipedia. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, my my look, questions yeah. around chat GPT are like, who's going to focus on teaching this thing empathy? Like, we <laughs> that's like what I'm ready for us to start well, really working hard at. we need to start teaching at. that to people, so we got a long way. Yeah, all the people that are working on chat GPT probably not great with that. Yeah, uh, this is probably true about any software, you know, that is not not going to be limited just to you know, AI. But yeah, I mean, I think there are certain truisms of Silicon Valley. Yeah, I think the other thing, other than empathy, also is is truth, right? So if we're talking about whether you can trust ChatGPT for things, um, you know, like I was at a conference recently, and Ted Lieu, the Democratic uh, congressman from California, uh, had this line that I thought was great. And he just said, AI is not designed to seek the truth. And that's that's completely correct. It is designed to, you know, it's designed to do certain things, but that is not one of them. And one of the discussions that I've seen being had about how Wikipedia and AI interact, and I would think that possibly points toward a really interesting thing to explore, is really whether Wikipedia can be used to keep AI honest. So the Wikimedia Foundation, that is the nonprofit behind Wikipedia, they actually uh, created a plugin for, for ChatGPT recently. And the, the purpose there is to, you know, like when you look something up and it gets a fact from Wikipedia, that it will actually tell you that it came from Wikipedia. Uh, and in addition to that, uh, there was a, a study that I cannot cite the name of it or who did it off the top of my head, but they were testing LLMs and they tested one that had like kind of Wikipedia built in as a backend component. And it was the most reliable of the LLMs so far. So I think, I think there's something to explore there. Hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm very scared of AI and I'm also like, I think we're being lulled into thinking, oh, well, it's really not that good at this stuff. Like, oh, yeah, we don't have to worry because it's not that good. Because I think it is a lot better than we yeah, it's pretty good. can possibly yeah. have expected. And it's just getting better, you know. And mm -hmm. that combined I with, you know, that company in Boston that keeps making running robots. I will say it again. Uh, Why are the robots yeah. running? I hate that. I hate it. Oh, so, they climb now, too. No, uh, right. yeah, I don't even like more terrifying. that. They this jump. is bad. <laughs> this so, is bad. It's like I you've never seen an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> it was Speaking of Monster of the Week, it's like, hello, we were watching the X-Files worried about aliens and, you know, organic monsters of the week. I'm Truly, hoping aliens come to just save us at no, this point. the aliens who made us are like, we're done. Y'all are dumb. We don't want this planet yeah, anymore. We, we've covered that. We covered that episode a long time ago. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I have a weird sort of wraparound question that is in stark contrast to this like mm -hmm. fear of AI. And it's it's more connected to like user behavior, like human users, like mm -hmm. you alluded to at the beginning of like, um, we thought Wikipedia was weird and chaotic, but it actually is very reliable. And now we all use it. So Bill, when you said, oh, ChatGPT is weird now, but when we come to trust it, as mm -hmm. Lindsay was saying, then is there this weird moment where we trust and use ChatGPT more than Wikipedia? And then when that happens, we as a society kind of like are less exposed to Wikipedia, which means we edit Wikipedia less. And then we get into the spiral of like, it's ChatGPT learning from ChatGPT, recycling ChatGPT, and, and we sort of get so far away from the human knowledge that, that Wikipedia is based on, and we become, we get trapped in this sort of cycle of robots learning from robots learning from robots. Does that make any sense? Uh, and I wonder if you have thoughts on that, like meta 
picture? I mean, that's a super smart question. You know, and, and there are people at the Wikimedia Foundation, you know, the nonprofit uh, behind Wikipedia, who are asking that very question. That's one reason why they came up with that uh, plugin. Uh, you know, there's a, I saw another study recently uh, saying that people actually prefer getting information from ChatGPT than yeah. they get from Wikipedia. Right, because it's easier and it's conversational. You don't have to right. read an encyclopedia; it just it just spits out, you know, conversation. That, It'll practically that, write a, a custom Wikipedia right. entry for you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, these are problems, and you know, as much as I say that, oh, ChatGPT is not as good as Wikipedia. Here I am falling into that same, you know, fallacy of the disrupted. That I don't think it's good enough. But you know what? If enough people decide right. they want to get their information from it, um, like. Well, hmm. <laughs> it's what um, Ali was saying about social media of like the idea of connecting people is a good idea. Yeah. But when people default to getting their news and information from a Facebook feed, that's the problem where democracy starts to crumble. And that was not an intended consequence of Facebook. And that and that, so this is <laughs> an unintended. And, and what are the unintended con- consequences of robots generating knowledge, I guess, is, is kind of the meta question that's on my mind. So, Yes. I get scared if I think about that, and maybe I, you know, try to divert my mind away from that because um, I don't think anybody has a really good answer for this yet. The thing, but I'll tell you what: this is a problem that Wikipedia has faced uh, in a way before and has and has survived, and that is uh, Wikipedia faced the same question about Google. You know, Google is one right. how everybody gets to Wikipedia in the first place, but also in the last ten years. Google has created these knowledge panels uh, that show up on their search results page, and they give you a lot of the same background information that Wikipedia does. So there's a lot of Wikipedia editors who are, have been concerned that if the readers don't know that information comes from Wikipedia, then they might not go there and become editors, and over time, it could wither away. Mm-hmm. That has not happened. Wikipedia is really actually maybe healthier in terms of its editing community now than it was 10 years ago. Awesome. That and was my so, next question. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Great to hear. I think I'm a little more optimistic when it comes to like Wikipedia's survivability and, and like how important it will be, um, you know, in the midst of AI and over like the next coming years, because the people who edit Wikipedia, like they take their work very seriously. Oh, um, we just and, interviewed one. Right. And, <laughs> and with good reason, right? So it's like... It's their hard work, their dedication that has really transformed Wikipedia into one of the most utilized sources of public information like throughout the world, right? I don't see them ceding that control very easily to machines. I don't see Wikipedia saying, oh, okay, well, ChatGPT is doing this now, so we're not going to do it as much. Well, that's uh, not And I think it's going to continue it. to get people. I oh, sorry, go ahead. I think it's more like, will, will the average person citizen just start right. asking chat gpt rather than going to wikipedia mm-hmm. but it, that's true um but i think that as long as wikipedia is still providing good good content you're gonna hopefully that you're gonna see that good content reflected elsewhere right bill just mentioned google's knowledge graph if wikipedia editors are doing their job correct information is showing up there you know if wikipedia editors are doing their job then you know you're Alexa or whatever is going to give you good information when you ask it something. Does it matter for Wikipedia if no one is giving Wikipedia clicks or no, because that's not the pay model that it works on and all the editors are volunteers? Well, it matters. Uh, not only does uh, the people visiting the site, uh, you know, then become editors if they have experienced it or give it money, right? So it can continue as well. Uh, the big question, so right, if people never get there, then that is bad for Wikipedia. I think the thing to watch is, you know, how are people accessing information online? So ChatGPT right now has got a very narrow, very, very narrow slice. It's, it's brand new. You know, the vast majority of people go to Google for their search. Some people go to Bing. Some people use, like, DuckDuckGo. Uh and then increasingly, I'm sure you're familiar that, you know, there's this trend of like going to TikTok for certain information. Or if you're searching for products, you might go to Amazon first. So search is more than just doing a general search. 
But like Wikipedia is now showing up in TikTok searches. And so I think that if ChatGPT is smart and if Wikipedia is also smart, then they will form some kind of a partnership that maybe this plugin they created is the very first start of it. I think so like Matt, when you asked the question about like how to, what happens if this, you know, like recursive nightmare occurs where it's, you know, chat GPT all the way down, assumes that nobody steps in and says, hey, let's see if we can work this out. I think right. because ChatGPT being the the big dog and there being a limited number of LLMs, I think that they have the ability to get together and say talk with Wikipedia and perhaps other information sources and see if they can collaborate. And so I think we want to encourage that. We need mm -hmm. them to be wise. And I think it's possible. I think conversations like conversations like this uh, will ultimately help encourage that to happen. Can we learn from past mistakes of the internet and have humans sit down and say, we just want information to be accessible and accurate. So if you're doing this and we're doing this, how can these pieces ensure that average Joe or Jane understands what information is on the internet? But if we just let Silicon Valley go, go wild, none of that will be agreed upon or, dare I say, regulated by the 85-year-old white men who run our country. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's It's a whole yes. can of worms, but I agree with you. I mean, it does seem like we are, we have the potential to learn. You know, the last couple of years have seen congressional hearings, and it, it feels like we are not too far removed from a series of tubes. That's a reference. It's 20 <laughs> years old now. Right? Oh, my God. Ted, 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 the, the late Ted Stevens of Alaska once described the internet as a series of tubes. A series of and tubes. Really? So 20 years old? Of, yeah. Oh, no. No. yeah. And everybody old. made fun of him for this. And then you also have these technologists coming along saying, well, actually, he's not that it is kind wrong. Of, it's not that wrong. <laughs> it is overly simplistic. <laughs> he also said the internet is not a truck. And, and Ted Stevens was right <laughs> that about that, too. That's very accurate. That's accurate. <laughs> but it's true. The, 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 I mean, a lot of the senators and, and Congress critters were basically asking for tech advice, you know, from Mark Zuckerberg, when they brought him together. But the important thing is they're having the hearings. And I would also say that the last couple of years have maybe showed that all the tech unicorns from the last decade weren't all they were chalked up to be. Their IPOs are underperforming. Uh, some of those who have IPO'd are still not profitable at this point. I think that in the cheap money era of low interest rates, there was a lot of hype around different business models and trying them. It was more sustainable. It was more serious than the you know tech bubble of the late 90s. But I still think there's a reckoning happening now. And because the interest rates are up, 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 uh, a lot of the old business models uh, for tech companies just don't work right now. And so I think that there may be a... So maybe thank the Fed. Thanks, thank Jerome Powell for more serious questions being asked about what we should invest our money in and which of these <laughs> are actually going to pay off. Because a, a lot fewer than we thought five years ago. Are there ways that you are excited to see what might happen? Are you mostly nervous like me? I don't, I don't think I'm nervous. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly optimistic. I really am. I, I, I think that at a certain point, people are going to find out a way that they can use these tools to assist them, uh, maybe to do some things a little bit faster, such as the coding. But I, I just... I. I'm not nervous about it really taking over like the content creation on Wikipedia, uh, primarily because I don't think that, that these systems are all that great at it right now. Um, yes, they will get better. Uh, and I'm interested to see how they get better, but you know, Wikipedia has been really successful because people can trust it. And I think that once people no longer trust it, it's not going to become, you know, it, people aren't going to go to it anymore. So uh, I think editors are going to fight for it. I think that they're going to use what tools that they have uh, in, a, in a constructive way to keep Wikipedia going. Yeah. You know, I'll add one thing, which is something for listeners to be on the lookout for. Uh, I'm sure everybody here has had the experience of going to a Wikipedia article and seeing at the top of the page a warning that says, oh, this article doesn't have enough citations, or this article may have been, you know, edited by somebody too close to the, you know, edited in exchange for pay, right? Um, 
which is a thing that at Butler Inc. we can help you to uh, deal with because we follow the rules. And uh, anyway, there's my little uh, commercial pitch there. Love it. Um, here's another thing to look for. Look for warning templates that say this article was uh, written in part by, by AI. Because this is a, a new template that was created uh, just this year uh, or this year or last. And uh, that is what it says. Uh, right now, there are just a handful of articles on Wikipedia that have this template. Um, but as of this recording uh, today, so as of mid-October 2023, if you go to the article for monorail, perhaps you've just watched the Simpsons episode, Marge versus the monorail, <laughs> and you're humming some Lyle Landley to yourself, uh, and you want to go read about monorails, right now at the top of that page, there's a warning tag like that. And uh, there was actually this editor who got himself blocked. I say him. I don't know. It could be her. She got herself blocked uh, because she was using AI to add to a bunch of articles. And the editors were like, whoa, whoa, stop that. Stop that. We can't trust anything you're putting there. But I do think we will see more of it. If anything, we can be sure of there's going to be more AI in our future. And I don't want to see a lot of it on Wikipedia, but I think we're going to. (laughs) How yeah. this transparency and labels, this is stuff that other platform, social media platforms mostly have, have put on content to say, hey, this may be this, this may be that. How well, granular that's the is thing it? social media has massively failed at. Oh, w- without a doubt. But it, you start to see it. But But my question there is just like, is it a big banner that's just like, we don't know. Some of this is written by AI. Or is it like color coded of like, this sentence is AI and this sentence is human? How do I know from a big monorail article which pieces were written by robots versus humans? Do we need right. we need that? You, you don't know. You don't know that unless you go into the edit history and you right. sift through it and you. No look, one does that. See, no one does that. I, Only you, you guys know, do for it. Every, We do a lot of that, <laughs> but <laughs> right, almost nobody does. I mean, on the monorail <laughs> article, what does the warning tag say? It says. This lead section may incorporate text from a large language model like ChatGPT. It may include false claims or fake references. Please remove claims that are unverifiable or copyright violations. See the project page about this. And so that was added in July of 2023. But yes, who knows what information from this? We don't even know that it's wrong. Maybe the information yeah. added was, but that sticker discredits yeah. the whole article. It's like when totally. I, if I saw that, I'd be like, "Oh crap! I can't, I can't use this. I don't know which what it is." You know, I mean, as a conscientious person, I, maybe the average person doesn't care, which is even scarier. Anyway, yeah, truth is, most people don't care. They, you know, Wikipedia is good enough, right? For back of the envelope, <laughs> I just need something to go on. You know, you're like five minutes before a meeting, and you got to figure out who it is you're talking to. Oh, okay, here's the company. Okay, great, they're based in right. Topeka. <laughs> They're probably based in Topeka. And I will admit, I myself have been caught flat-footed sometimes when I trusted something in Wikipedia. My favorite example is years ago, I was looking at the article for the late billionaire T. Boone Pickens, who is an investor <laughs> in the uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Maybe it, the to- maybe it was the principal owner. I don't remember. But the top of the article said that the T in T. Boone Pickens stood for thunder. How that I was like, wow, oh, I didn't know that. That's amazing. Oh, that's so good. And so I went around repeating the fact that, you know, T and T Boone Pickens is actually thunder. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. And then, you know, I didn't go back to his article for years, but then I found myself back at it and like, no, it's 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 like Thomas. It's not it's not thunder, not thunder Boone Pickens. So even I'm well, susceptible. Great. So now that name is available for my child. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thunder Boone Pickens. <laughs> Forge. Um, yes. Thank you both for stopping by and I guess somewhat mitigating my fear as far as AI and Wikipedia, but not my fear in general that the robots will take over. Oh, Skynet's right around the corner. Don't worry about that. There's already a Skynet. Some company in China named their company Skynet. And I'm like, no. What? Yes. Yes. That happened. I feel like they're pretty optimistic. I'm not, but I'm glad that they are. Yeah, they're they're part of the crew who's like, AI is not going to be better than people. Every little thing. Gonna it's gonna be, be alright, all right. and I'm like, <laughs> no? we need tin hats, and we need to hide <laughs> from the AI. When are we all gonna be luddites? I am so looking forward to that. 
but cautious optimism. I just think because- how much, it's wild how many warnings there have been about AI, but the tech people are like, including from the tech people, but they're like, but everyone else is doing it. So we have to do it so that mm-hmm. we're not left behind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It, we're, we're in a race to the end of the human race. And I, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know. I was also just talking about this with another friend where I'm like, we're, we're getting more and more confronted with how we are going to be <laughs> when the end comes. And I'm like, there are ultimately just two kinds of people. There's Suicidal people and homicidal people. And my one friend was like, <laughs> if there's going to be like a meteor that's going to hit the earth or if there's going to be like some kind of violent alien it- attack, I need to go out in the first wave. I'm not trying to survive mm, in struggle. Right. And see. I'm like, not me. I'm going to fight to the end. And if it's like I'm going to die I'm going to take out some baddies with me. If you're a bad guy, I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best because like, I'm going to do whatever I can to like live through it. And if I make it and I'm still, it's still like inevitable, the end, I'm going to kill as many of the worst parts of whatever is happening before I go. Lindsay will kill you. But only if you're bad. Mm. You know, All right, I'm like well, going to save babies. Baddies. I'm going to save babies and and kill the baddies. Uh, wow. This Not got, the sexy uh, baddies, like the bad oh, baddies. Right, right, right. Sure. The ones sure, who are sure. going to commit knife crimes in the apocalypse. I understand your friend's point of view where it's like, if surviving this apocalypse means living in a post-apocalyptic world, that's horrifying. Yeah. Then I would rather just bow out. That's exactly. I, like I understand yeah. that point of view. Yeah, that's exactly um, what she's saying. I'm like, what? There's so many mountains. Let's just go to one of them. <laughs> what? Hey, I mean, that's there's a, an optimistic view. Then we have view to learn of... to live in the mountains. <laughs> and that's worse than death? No, it's I don't not. Know. Living I don't in know. the mountains seems just fine. I watched the whatever that... The dilemma is that it's going to be a slow boil as it has been, and we won't realize that yeah, suddenly exactly. we are in the extreme dystopia because that's it won't it be sudden. We're already partially there. Oh, yeah. for sure. We, we're going to be boiling, slaves the, But the to, pot's heating up. Yeah. It, but, we're going to be slaves to the robots, and we're going to be like, this is fine. <laughs> Bill and Danny's <laughs> cautious... Their their cautious optimism is seems rooted in like, but if we step in and if we have transparency and if we regulate and if we come together and understand, then maybe we have a shot at not repeating some of these mistakes. And, you know, we're saying apocalypse, but I think we can just focus it down of like, will our children's children understand what is factual on the Internet? That's what's at stake here, I guess, is, is where I already on. don't. Right. They I already know. don't. I told you about that kid that my friend was tutoring who was so confused about how slavery happened <laughs> when this country was founded by a bunch of black and brown people because of Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That Whoa. was that was a thirteen year old. there was an article but again fake news i didn't i did not do a deep dive but there was something about how like gen z is now the subject of a lot of spam attacks yeah Yeah, yeah. for them yeah Yeah. we were talking about about that on the show or on the show somewhere i heard it in our own discord yeah i did you're right you're right right Right. (laughs) i did hear it from this shout out to our listeners thank y'all yeah, well, sh- uh, sorry, whoever shared that, we uh, we don't have it at our fingertips. But like, there was some great discussion in the article and and also among our listeners, where it was like, well, Gen Z is way more exposed to the internet than perhaps most other generations, so there's more surface area to attack. So I, I don't know if it's that Gen Z are like less literate. It's more that they are online all the fucking time. Yeah. It's not conclusive, but that was part of the discussion, which I found interesting. But it's not good either way, you know. Yeah, they're not answering the phone and giving their credit card yeah, information exa- over the phone. Exactly. But exactly. if their Amazon package is late and it, they just so happen to get a scammer text being like, hey, your Amazon package wasn't delivered because we didn't have the correct info. Mm-hmm. They're going to just put their shit in there without checking. Yeah. Yep. 
yeah. Is that a scam yeah. I have to look out for? Yeah, girl. Any mm. li- literally any text message you get that is not from you know Lindsay, you should pretend Thank you should you. assume it is spam. <laughs> yes. horrible. Including and now we're back to trusting delete. me, which I love. Thank you. Is there any world in which Chat GPT starts citing its sources? I would love to we see could that. Totally, yeah. We can totally teach Chat, P- Chat right. GPT to cite its sources. Yes. We can absolutely do that. That is right. absolutely what should be happening. I right. don't know if that's true. Because like what? the cats, I even even the people who create this stuff admit that they don't know some of what it's doing now because it's teaching right. itself. That yeah, that's an interesting question. I guess what I what what like I don't think echo, we can just assume that that's so easy. I think yeah, that's interesting. Look, if it's already ma- beyond us, then we're really then fucked. That, exactly exactly. If humans made this thing and they cannot sh- tell it to show its work, then that's a fundamental problem. Yeah, that, that's that's then it is already we're already gone, you know. Yeah, yeah, we got to move to the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's so wild to me because I think that there are uses for this that are important. Like I want us to use AI to do all the things that we don't want to do. And I was actually just talking to Allie about this because mm-hmm. I'm very bad at like self-marketing and just like sending emails every day. I'm not good at that. I hate it, but I know it needs to happen. So if I had like a virtual assistant that I could be like, hey, can you send these emails that I need to send that are basically the same, but I need you to change like this based on who the email is going to? Mm-hmm. If that could happen, that would like totally be Girl, that good. that could definitely happen and it's available for $9 an hour. <laughs> great. I can't wait for you to send it to me. That's great. But I'm just saying jobs like that, that, that are, you know, that bog you down physically and energetically and, and mentally, we need to train yeah. them to do that. That's what they AI is for. It, it, already, it already does movies. it. It's fun, of, it's fun <laughs> for us to write those. We know they're bad and we like to do it, but we don't want, we don't want to, or don't know how to fix the giant plastic Island in the middle of the ocean. Okay. Can we get the AI to figure out how to do that? Can we get those running robots over there? Like, yeah. Well, Boston Dynamics needs to teach them to swim. Yes, mm. that's the uh, only thing we need to teach them to do. Yeah. No. That. I mean. Yeah. No. That. I mean, there are optimistic lenses for sure around the problems that it could fix, but um, I just worry that's not where we're directing its energy and like the level of misinformation right now. Right on the internet is insane and so i just yeah so if it's learning from that like absolutely fuck yeah that's the other thing too is like you know and our guests were not chat gpt experts per se but like what are the sources it's pulling from and is it gonna at what point does it decide to add its own sources and it's just some random fuck from the internet you know yeah, uh, that's yeah. but that is it. Transparency of like this source is from Wikipedia, which we know is generally credible. This source is from a journalist, which we know. And this thing that I just wrote is I just made it. I made it up and it's in parentheses or it's blue or something that would go a long way to uh, to having to allowing the public to understand what the black box is doing. I, I agree. I think that it's not a solution, but it is a major sort of self-regulatory step. Yeah, I just don't know that they're working on that. I don't even no. know if that's possible. It's possible. If I think literally it's possible. anything is possible, that's absolutely possible. Sure. Yeah, yeah. A- anything is possible if, if there is a will to do it. Uh, you know, impossible I, I, things are I happening can, every I can use day. I can use a hammer <laughs> to build a house or murder you. I can use nuclear reactions to provide green energy for the entire planet or blow the planet up Mm -hmm. all technology can be weaponized and we were we just need humans to say maybe we shouldn't fucking murder people that would be great we cannot get them to do that that's so wild it's so wild i'm like i don't know i just yeah again back to my i don't understand why people just can't realize it's so much more pleasant to just live 
have because they want to be right. They want to be right. <laughs> they want to be an influencer. Be they want to put stuff. You know, I mean, it's growth uh, and it's, it's capitalism. Better why to can't be we happy. just? Why can't we just exist? Well, because we have to get more and yeah, have but more some of it is just human nature more. too. Yeah. Like the number yes. of people posting misinformation right now on both sides of the Israel Gaza situation is out of control. And fact checkers are like, hey, that thing that went super viral is actually from 2014. Like totally. it's bananas. Because yeah. it's emotional. Because people humans don't want to take a yeah. fucking second to think about it. No, they well, just want to be emotional about uh, literally everything. Obviously, having, this particular thing is I'm, very emotional. Yeah. I mean, especially that. Yeah. I think the emotions are really what's challenging, especially in the current, you know, what, what's currently going on in Gaza and Israel, it's, you know, very, very fueled by emotions, but emotions aren't bad. Emotions are good, except they just like technology can be weaponized. Yes, and exactly. the thing to me is why are we weaponizing people's emotions? I don't no. understand where 10, that 10,000 years we've been doing yeah, it. That's I don't understand what dictators where that comes and from. influencers and capital. Like that's what that if you want to sell a product of mental illness is so dangerous. And I, yes. it's so crazy that been. it has been, that is what keeps surviving. Like yeah. the drive to have more and be more and gain power. When it's I'm just like, magnified on the internet. You know what I mean? It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's going at super speed now, as opposed to, uh, you know, the middle ages when yeah. it took and, like, you know, four years to bring your army to wherever you want to conquer it. Now it's yeah. just like, you can weaponize anything instantly, you know? So. And it, but it's like, even, even you army conqueror mindset person would probably be happier literally right. just sitting in a field with some goddamn watercolors. Like yeah. all of us would be happier if this particular instinct slash mental illness hadn't been selected for somehow, you know, you want to know what I, I heard of a radio program recently that I feel, and it's kind of one of those trivia facts that you know, but hearing it again and hearing the story about how Genghis Khan united the tribes of Mongolia because they were always fighting amongst each other. And he like said, no, I'm the one sent by God to lead the people and then literally conquered almost the entire fucking world and murdered 10% of all the humans on planet Earth. And I was sitting there listening to it being like, oh, my, like, could you imagine? I need to learn more about that. Right? I mean, I don't it know blew my mind. And then, and then raped enough people that right. I think like. That like at least everyone's one, related to him. At least 1% yes. of the population, yes. but probably more than that, of the current population of the world has Genghis Khan's DNA. Right. That is all the way fucked But it's up. like we talk about like Hitler and the Holocaust as the most evil thing. And it, and it obviously is a, the most horrific thing you could imagine in modern times. But you just have to rewind a little bit further to be like, oh, my God, what we are capable well, of. Well, that's, that's yeah. the point, though, about the Holocaust is that this happened in modern times. And it's yes. like, Jesus Christ. Well, How I mean, could that happen in Genghis, modern times? Exactly. Genghis Khan isn't like ancient you know what i mean he's younger no. than jesus <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it's it's pretty bad but mm. yeah i mean we yeah it's just crazy it's crazy and genghis Khan is younger than oxford university yeah so it's, it's like pretty recent <laughs> yeah tw the 12 the 11 or 1200s and then yeah. the story it's called it's a show called timeline i found it really interesting but it's a story about how a a slave army in Egypt, in Cairo, um, overthrew their masters, uh, very much like the storyline in Game of Thrones, and stood, uh, they were Muslim, and they stood up to Genghis Khan and stopped him from coming into Egypt and Africa. And that fucking saved the world. Slaves in Cairo were like, nah, -uh, and they fought back and stopped him. And that's the only reason we're like all not Mongolian now or whatever. You know, it's crazy history. Hell yeah. Egypt just holding it down, <laughs> literally <laughs> against the strongest empire probably yeah, ever. Ever, I know. Anyway, that's wild. That's wild. Anyway. But I'm just saying, it is. It is a long time ago. But it's everyone thinks of Genghis Khan as being like ancient times. He's. No. It's not like he's not wasn't a Socrates contemporary. He is younger than literally the University of Oxford. So <laughs> it was pretty fucked up and scary Crazy. i can't even imagine like getting <laughs> reports of what's going on in asia and it's right. like coming slowly across the world being like huh 
are we worried about this guy? Yeah. Or that your village is next. You yeah. know, it's like, well, in two days they'll be here. Are, are we gonna are we gonna fight? Are we gonna run? Like what like what do we do? Like, it's a what it's do we do? Speaking it's of crazy. the apocalypse, we've had the apocalypse multiple times in history. And uh I guess we're still here. I don't know if we're yeah. better for it or not. Wait, what what I mean in human history? I mean like bubonic plague, giant empire co- civilizations yeah. collapsing in on themselves and just utterly destroying the social fabric. Like yeah. we have been through well, it. Well, that's the uh, joke about, you know, men thinking about the Roman Empire and you're right. it's because <laughs> we're there, like civilization yes. collapse, like we're there. Uh, yes. That's why. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I think about well, it all the fucking let's time. Let's let them think about Genghis Khan because that's yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually a more close relationship to what this AI situation is going to be. It's going to get us all and then we're all just going to be 1% of the planet's going to be computer. Up. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, if you want to leave us your thoughts, you can pop into our Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P, and then on air, I'll quote you, not remembering that it's from you. Um, <laughs> that'll be great. You can also leave us a voicemail. That number is... 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. Or you can email us, 2G1podcast at gmail.com. Also, this show is now independent, so please, 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 please visit patreon.com slash 2G1P. Any amount is greatly appreciated because if we don't get more Patreon subscribers, will this show continue? We're not sure. Um, oh, check it out. You can also sort of subscribe to a feed of updates of like new episodes and, and sort of updates from us on Patreon, even if you're not in a position to contribute. So if you want to sort of get an, uh, uh, like a newsletter about, about new the stuff. Show. Yeah, you can uh, subscribe there. So just go there and you can see Check what's going on. Click Check it out. You can also follow me on social media. I'm <laughs> at Allie underscore Goldie, A-L-L-I underscore G-O-L-D-I. And I am at the Lindsay Live, Lindsay with an E. I am now officially have a social media addiction. So yeah, if you find me on Instagram, mm. I'm there. But um, I do Congrats. need to go to um, SMA. Social, <laughs> social media addicts anonymous. Social media addicts anonymous. anonymous. Wow. Okay. Sma. I need to go to Sma. After Sma. all of the reporting that we have done on the dangers <laughs> of social media, Allie has chosen in her late 30s to become an avid user and addict. This is what I'm saying. I didn't I choose this. this. I Instagram. am addicted. What's that about? It's true. Yeah. I did a, not choose this. It's life. a disease. What is your drug of choice? Like, what are you consuming? No, no, no. Consuming? I hate it. I hate no, no, it. no, but like, what? Are, what is the content in your feed? Like, what are you like? Oh, I gotta check in on it. Well, like, right what's now going it's on? the war. It's a fucking disaster. Oh, okay, so it's just yeah. doom scrolling. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You want me to send you some dog videos to like bounce it out? <laughs> no, I want to. Sh- I want you to send me moderates. I just want to be following all the people in the middle who are like, mm. let's talk about two states. Like, that's mm-hmm, it. That's mm-hmm, all I want. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's hard but because it only two shows states me are going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard, but I mean, anyway. the answer but it's the is, only possible. It's the only, it's the only answer. There's no read, other answer. Read journalism. But neither side is actually it. wants it, which is why it's so, yeah. so sad. Right. Which is why we need an international consortium. That's like putting pressure on both to just like be yeah, done with yeah. this and to have make two it states. Happen. So yeah. I only yep. want to see posts about two states. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm not saying it's easy. It's extremely difficult, but we need to be done with this shit and we need two states. And that's the only content that I want. But the algorithm insists on feeding me insanity. Yeah. Stay off it. The the Beach Body Fitness Program. Insanity? No, just me. Okay. Okay. Fine. Sorry. Hey. I don't know. I got nothing. Well, that's it for this week. <laughs> Heart your faces, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,